Yeah, Dave, the couch. Is this like where you've been doing the videos? Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I saw those guys. Wait, which one? There was one where like one guy was like, uh, he was like something about aliens. He's like, I'm a slot. <laughs> oh, I love that one. He's like, I'm a slot. <laughs> <laughs> that that one was in Laguna Beach actually. That was at oh, the really? Airbnb. We went to an event like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Dude, when Andrew yeah, was talking about the foreign language. <laughs> Dude, that video blew up. I uploaded a TikTok. It has like... Yeah, I saw... It. Almost, I don't have TikTok, but yeah. I saw your story about it. It has almost 700,000 views now. That's yeah. crazy. That's nice. And I gained like 1,200 followers off of it. That's, that's what I'm talking about. good, man. Good for you, bro. Welcome to the San Mays podcast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually not the first time I record a podcast with Mark. Uh, we recorded one before, but... I just didn't have the setup, you know? Mm-hmm. The setup was horrible, so we're redoing it. And, uh. Yeah, we were yeah. actually. You were, you were gonna post that podcast, um, as just an audio. Yeah, I was gonna post it as an audio, but. But it wasn't gonna work, no. Yeah. I wanted to make a full podcast with a better setup. Yeah. Because I fucking love Mark. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Mark. Alright, um. Let's get down to business. Let's talk about those 42 gram paralyzed. Okay, so, because I haven't tried them yet. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about them? I just think it was a little bit too concentrated. You know, the, the ones that are, I think, 30 grams, it's a little bit smoother. You know, it's not as much protein. So, Fairlife, they, they, they got it down <laughs> to a science. That 30 gram one, they got it down to a science. It's smooth. It tastes like chocolate, legit like chocolate milk. But yeah, the 42 true grams, move. you can only science so much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they feed those cows, to be honest. Bro, they put trend in those cows. Dude, I might have to start taking trend then. That's fucking insane. I, I haven't tried them yet, but I, I want to give it a try. I thought they would be good just because the, the Fairlife reputation is it tastes like fucking chocolate milk, you know? That's why everyone loves them. Sure. Yeah, you, you struggle to get the 30 grams. You struggle to get your protein in. You just fucking pop a Fairlife that's 30 grams of protein and. It's like such a small can. Oh, you're good, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, Mark. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about what you do for a living? Yeah. So right now, um, I'm a pharmacist in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, you know, every time I drive down, nice. Beautiful. View. Beautiful yeah. freeway. So, um, so yeah, I'm a pharmacist. Pump a bunch of drug di- pump a bu- bunch of drugs <laughs> out. They call me a legal drug dealer. <laughs> but. There's more to it than that, obviously. Do you like it? So, I do like it. I just don't like the way America does it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? What do you mean? Like, yeah, what do you mean by that? So, America is is very reactionary. Right? Uh-huh. And the, the environment that they set up is so that you don't come off meds. It's, it's more so that you stay on them. Oh, okay. oh, and yeah. it it's it's not geared toward prevention, you know, and it and it has part of it is to do with pharmacy and part of it is to do with a lot of you know other factors outside of pharmacy. Uh-huh. And how do they do that? Like in the pharmacy? What do you mean? How do they do that? How do they like what what do they do to keep people on the meds pharmacy wise? So I'm gonna talk about. Factors outside and then factors okay. inside. Okay. Okay. Right. I think it's you know more so factors that are outside that keep people in. Uh huh. W- one difference, distinct difference that I've noticed, like 
for example, between, like, Santa Barbara and, like, let's say, like, you know, at one point I was working in Compton as an intern mm -hmm. uh, for our CVS down there. And those places like Compton or, you know, those deep city areas like L.A., Crenshaw, there's a bunch of, you know, fast food restaurants, mm -hmm. and they all have drive through Yeah. Uh, even the CVSs have drive through Yeah, everything has drive through yeah. now. Even LA. Chipotle. Shut up. Yeah, there's a there's a Chipotle in the valley that has drive through. That's crazy. The Chipotle we always see in the valley. Yeah, by the, Dave's Hot Chicken. Yeah, that one's drive through. That one's drive through. Yes, crazy. I've never heard of that. <laughs> but in Santa Barbara, at least, it's a little bit you know more. It's a little bit more affluent, mm -hmm. and none of the CVSs have a drive through, with the exception of one in Goleta, which is the newest one. Mm -hmm. But other than that, none of them have drive through. So you literally have to physically get out of the car yeah. and walk. Yeah. into the cvs to get your to get your prescription and then you know most places like i've seen like taco bells they don't have drive-through there's like one mcdonald's i've seen that has a drive-through but most like the taco bells don't have a drive-through a lot of the fast food restaurants don't have a drive-through so all that stuff like it, it it plays a role yeah it does you know people are lazy people yeah exactly. <laughs> people are lazy and you know obviously this is you know i'm talking more about like city areas mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's no bike lanes in the streets, on the streets, yeah. right? So, you know, there's less grass, there's less parks, mm -hmm. there's less greenery. Mm -hmm. So when you go to a place like, you know, we were talking about Irvine and Laguna or Santa Barbara, and you have all this nature around you, it, you, instead of, you know, like you have an app and then you're like tracking and you go to the gym and you're walking on a treadmill. Yeah. Like all this greenery and all this nature allows man to be curious. Mm -hmm. Right. So when, when you're curious, you're going to just go out and walk, like forget working out and lifting weights. You're just going to go out and walk mm -hmm. and you're naturally going to burn calories. Like it's going to be passive. It's not going to be something intentional where you're like, I got to burn like 500 calories yeah. and yeah. Like, you know, walk on the treadmill for With the Apple, watch. <laughs> the Apple watch. Apple it, it, It's, it's a passive thing. Yeah. Right. Um, whereas in some of those other places, people have to be very, very intentional and it takes, you know, when the environment isn't conducive to you, you know, exercising or working out, it takes, a lot of intentionality to be able to overcome, you know, this deep hole that we've dug. Mm -hmm. You know, we have people like 200, 300, 400 pounds and, you know, like, I don't blame them. Yeah. I honestly don't even blame them mm -hmm. for not being able to come out. It's just extremely hard and it takes a lot of discipline and you shouldn't have to have that, you know, that sort of discipline. Yeah. And um, if you ask, out. if you ask anybody that's outside of the U.S., like, what's the first thing that you think about when you think of American? Then they'll say like fat, like exactly. obesity, like large sizes at like you know like yeah. McDonald's and, and uh, <laughs> sodas and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just fast food and yeah. fat people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's why you know you see people like in places like, for example, I watched a show by you know Zac Efron, and I talked about this one time on my like Instagram. Mm -hmm. um there's a show in costa rica right and the place is very naturey extremely naturey and if you look at all the people you know they're not necessarily like jacked or like ripped or anything but they're also not fat like they're in shape they're healthy they're well mm -hmm. and that's because you know they have to hunt they not hunt but like they have to like walk for their food they you know if they want to go on a hike they go on a hike it's that sort of nature 
sparks that curiosity and then it becomes passive. You're not thinking about like what happened or, you know, how many steps you took or, or whatever. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all passive. And so in America, when you live in the inner cities, it's a lot harder to do that. Yeah. And then, you know, people develop like, you know, cardiovascular disease, AKA just a fancy word for like heart disease. Yeah. And once you get heart disease, you have to stay on meds. Yeah. That's Otherwise terrible. you will die. Like you, yeah. like that's the, you know, that's um, the protocol. Once someone gets like a heart attack, they have to be on certain cholesterol meds, blood pressure meds, whatever meds for life. Like there's no, there's no negotiating. And at mm-hmm. that point, like you can't even come on it, even if off of it, even if you like had a proper diet exercise and lost all the weight because mm-hmm. the risk for developing another heart attack once you've had one skyrockets. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's insane. So. If only people people need to start taking their health more serious. I feel like so they do, but like I was saying in the beginning, it would be a lot easier if it was if passive. The, if it was if the environment was inviting to it. Yeah, like they did a like when I was at UCI, I studied public health. They did studies on kids, right? Kids who lived in cities with a lot of greenery, and city kids who didn't, you know, live in cities with a lot of greenery. The kids in cities with a lot of greenery. We're a lot less likely to become obese. Yeah. A lot less. I had this conversation when I was in Laguna Hills with uh, with the boys, and we were looking out the backyard at the trail and, like, the view and everything. We were, like, I kind of – we were just, like, talking about how we just want to go on a walk. Like go. I Like, right here, living here, I don't really want to go on a walk, even though there's a lot of greenery here. But, I don't know, over there, it was just different. It was much more – it was more relaxed, laid back, and I was just, like – I want to go on a walk, you know? Sure. And I hate walking. Yeah. I mean, even me, one time I went down to Manhattan Beach, and I was just going for a run, and the sunset was just, with the water, was so beautiful, and I just was like, I don't even feel like I'm running. Yeah. You know? Or like in Carp right now, I have the bluff behind me, and it's beautiful, and I just walk. Yeah. You know? So, that's, uh, that's so, if you're struggling with, you uh-huh. know, weight loss, it, I'm not going to be that guy who's like, you need to... You know, man up and <laughs> like no, yeah. like a part of me is like that, but a part of me also can empathize and understand. I'm the same exact know? way. Yeah, so. I, I I'm kind of like sometimes I'm like if they really wanted it, then they would like do something about it. But then the other part of me is like sometimes they're not like really left with an option. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. yeah if they really wanted it, you know. Yeah, that's that's one argument. Then the other arguments like the the environment and yeah, the all environment. the factors. There's a lot of things that like yeah. brings them back. And work, and you know, if you're working two jobs, and you don't, you know, by the time you're time, done, yeah. you're you're so you know, your brain is so fried that you don't, you know. Like for example, today I I just had so much stuff to do. Like I wanted to hit the gym today, but time like it just it doesn't work out. And that's only one day out of the week, but there's other people that like every day is like this for them. They're just really, really busy and they don't have time to like go to yeah. the go to the gym. Exactly. And then if you don't have time, you likely don't have time to make, you know, healthy meals and if Ex- you're not eating yeah. healthy meals. Like it's one thing if you don't go to the gym and exercise, but at least if you can control that one, you know, lever of diet. Like uh-huh. I, there's some there's one guy I know, like, especially even my dad, like he was super, you know, overweight, and he didn't work out at all, and he just lost all the weight through diet. Yeah. So at least, you know. I think diet is more important, that's to be honest. My, that's what my dad did. My mom yeah. would be on, like, she would be on him. She'd be like, you know, you got to you gotta start losing weight, blah, blah, blah. So she's like, you're not buying any more food out. <laughs> so making him his own food, and then he was like, 
tacos once a week she was like no tacos <laughs> so that's another yeah. thing right so that's another thing you know you don't want to be too restrictive mm-hmm. yeah you have to enjoy yourself you, you gotta enjoy yourself my rule of thumb is if i have a day off from work which is two days each week mm-hmm. i'm gonna have a good meal in there like yeah and, you know the other five days i'll eat healthy whatever but i think you do you you should enjoy yourself it's kind of like a reward it keeps you going you know yeah, Definitely. I I used to be on that like Sunday cheat day. Every Sunday I'll have a cheat day. Remember, I'd hit you up and we'd be like, let's go to Jen, let's go to Krispy yeah, Kreme after. The thing was, David David was on a cut and I was on a bulk. So every Sunday he'd hit me up and I'd be like, all right, bro, like where we, we trying to go to Jen? Where we going? <laughs> and I feel like when you go so off on a cheat day, like you just go crazy, it kind of fucks up the progress for like the the rest of the week. But my, my rule now is if I'm craving something and I want it, no matter what day of the week, I'm just going to go get it. Yeah. Like if I'm really craving in and out and I want it in and out and I feel like I haven't like treated myself in a while, then I'll just go get it, you know? Yeah, it won't sure. Hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the balance that you get to, you know, eventually. And, you know, if you are living that lifestyle of, you know, consistently working out, that in and out, it's, it's probably going to help you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in not going to hurt yeah. you. It's probably going to be more help than hurt, honestly. Exactly. Yeah. So, because kind of the it. macros on the in and out three by three, golden. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's the bulk going? Oh, uh, the bulk? Not too sure. <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> yeah, the bulk is uh, like body fat percent is extremely low. But um, weight wise, I think I'm like 145 right now, which isn't good. Yeah. I'm trying to be like 150 at like a 9% body fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, take some of mine too, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay, before we leave the uh, topic of like pharmacies and stuff, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience yeah, with pharmacies? So get this. I actually worked as a pharmacist tech at a pharmacy out in Goleta for a week. CVS? CVS. Oh, yeah. that was a drive-thru. <laughs> Uh, no, it didn't. It didn't have a drive-through. Oh, okay. it, it was. Um, I forgot the what. I forgot what the shopping center name was called. But it was. Um, it it had like a like a Spanish name to it. And the pharmacist manager, uh, he was Egyptian. Mm. I don't know. If, I don't. There's know if a bunch know. of yeah. There's a lot of Egyptians. Who yeah. Managers. At, yeah. For pharmacies for CVS in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I uh, I, w- I worked there for like a week, and um, you know, I mean, I. W- you know the drive is uh, is a little bit long just from Ventura, but um, it was uh, it w- it was interesting working there because it was like I came from like uh, like a background of like working at hotels and like the hospital the hospitality field and stuff. So um, like when people would come to the hotel, they'd be like excited, like oh we're going on vacation. But it's like uh, some of the people that would come to the pharmacy were just like really grumpy, and it's like I feel like pharmacists aren't just. Um, like they aren't they aren't just like doctors or like just in the health field but they're like you know they're dealing with uh, like a lot of like people that are stressed out and they, even like the business side to it where you have to consult with insurance and stuff like that you know yeah it, it it's 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 far more than just being a healthcare professional it's a 100%. tech you have to have technical skills yeah. you know to work with the computers and solve insurance rejections and then on top of that you have to have um you have to have good people skills for sure um so that you know um people aren't super angry leaving the pharmacy you know you're you're dealing with a a number of of things there so Mm -hmm. it's a 
It's hard, but it can be rewarding. Of course, definitely. <laughs> no, I can definitely see how it's rewarding, yeah. But I feel like pharmacists are like the most slept on like health like people in the healthcare industry because they do so much. They do a lot. Yeah, there's a number of things we do, but the the cool thing is once you, you know, with any profession, once you kind of know what you're doing exactly, and yeah. you're dialed in, you go in and you know, you kind of know what you're doing. There's always those like outlier days where like you see a weird case of something mm-hmm. and it can be a little tough, but yeah, you know, once you once you dive in deep and, you know, you really get your feet wet, then I think you're squared away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Talking about that, like how it affects, like it affected your mental mental health a lot, right? That's is at that the, at the pharmacy. Yeah, at the pharmacy. It didn't really like affect like my mental health like a lot, but it was just like um, it was like every every time like uh, people would come in, I like anytime someone would come in for their medicine, it was a lot of like older people. Yeah. And um, those people were just always like in like not the best moods. You know what I mean? Oh, I get you. So it was like I was just like, the environment you're in. Not even like it was like more of like just like down like they were just down you know what i mean yeah like a little bit sad or depressed something like that but like uh and it was like i would compare it to like when i would work at the hotel and it was like when people would come in and they were just like really happy to be on vacation you know what i mean yeah. so but like i'm like mark said i mean it, it is like rewarding like being able to like oh like you know help them and it definitely sometimes it also takes like a lot of patience because some of these people are a little bit older mm-hmm. so uh yeah you know yeah I I was thinking about this like a few days ago, how, like how tough it must be to be at like uh, work as a paramedic, just because the things they see every day is just yeah. like, just thinking about that is it, it's tough. We after the event at the the Medicard event, there was these paramedics outside. They had paramedics on standby just in case something crazy happened, and they were like, we were just we were just asking them like like uh, like, like, like yeah. what they've seen and yeah. stuff like that. And they were just telling us these stories, and we were like, wow, like that's insane. Yeah. And they're able to like brush it off so easily because they just seen so Bro, much of it. And that it's the it's same just... thing with firefighters, too. Like, yeah. firefighters, like, they'll go to scenes that, like, I mean, for example, like motorcycle accidents, bro. And it'll exactly. be someone, like, you know, just dead right there. And I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the paramedic told us his story. He, he said that he saw an accident, and like, somebody's like, God, so we're like, I don't know. It was just like it was, the way he explained it to us was like disgusting, and he and he starts laughing. He's like, "Here, I have a picture," and I was like, "Bro, what?" That's the only way. I feel like I feel, what? I feel like that's the only way that they can like like that's what their comedy is, bro. Because that's that's just their work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's insane to me. When I was young, or I think this is with everyone when they were young. They're like, "I want to be a cop. I want to be a cop." And yeah, I was just like, like, "I want to be a cop." <laughs> so. Yeah, you want to talk about your uh, college life, Mark? I, I was I was curious about that. For I, I got something to say about Mark's college life. <laughs> I, so you know, after I met Mark and I was like a freshman in high school. Okay, yeah. uh, on on Mark's Snapchat, I swear, bro, this dude had like I don't know where he was pulling up, but I, like all of the all of the pictures he posted on his Snapchat were of like the best food places you could like tacos, <laughs> burgers, like everything, like. I would and I would slide up all the time. I'd be like, "Yo, bro, can you send me that?" I just like I'm gonna go there next week. <laughs> yeah, I still do that on my days that I, you know, like I said, the days I enjoy myself, I still have those same foods. Like I had yeah. a taco truck, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there was a lot of. Uh, it's like each meal was like a death row meal last week. <laughs> That's what me and my friends would say. We're like, we ate every meal like it was our last. No, no bad meals. No bad meals. <laughs> no bad meals. Dude. But yeah. Um. Yeah, college, it was interesting. The first, 
you know, my first two years were... My first year was good. I did, I did really good, actually. It was my second year that was tough. I was like in bio with lab and chem with lab. And oh, this with lab same and calculus year. And, and a whole host of nonsensical things that I'm not even using anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was me last year. I took I took everything the same the same year, like Cal, chem, all like everything that was hard. I just dumped on me the first year. Yeah. It's and tough. So that, those first two years were at community college. And then my last two were were at UCI. Those were, once I finished physics, like the upper division bio classes and all that stuff, it was it was pretty easy to me because I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was fine. And then pharmacy school, the first like year and couple of weeks was was absolutely insane to me. Oh. Like it was it was detrimental almost. Do you feel like school set you up for the work life? The last two years of pharmacy school, yes, kind of. Not 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not perfect. It can definitely, you know, not just definitely, but <laughs> a lot of things can be optimized a, le- a lot better than they are in school. Maybe in the knowledge-wise, yes. Mm-hmm. But the actual work, no, you have to really, like, work. Yeah. I actually almost, I was on the verge of quitting CVS because I was having like a very tough time my first, you know, couple of years interning, not as a pharmacist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in pharmacy school and I was interning, and it was extremely tough. Like the the the, the learning curve. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I almost quit because like I didn't feel competent to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but I'm glad I stuck with it because now I, I go in and I'm like on airplane mode. Nice. Yeah. So it, you really have to stick with it and you know learn and ask questions and once you do that like you just go in and yeah. now you're basically teaching people yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that goes for every degree you just gotta grind it out and just yeah. go yeah i feel like intern interning is that the right is that yeah yeah interning i feel like yeah. that's the best thing you can do because that's what really sets you up absolutely so, so you're not completely lost when you come out absolutely. absolutely i had this question in mind just oh uh did you party at all at UCI, <laughs> I know UCI is not known as a party school, but yeah. <laughs> thought I would throw that out there. No, I didn't really. I wasn't into that scene too much. I might have went to one or two parties that like uh-huh. um, some of you know some friends threw, but even then, I wasn't like you know one hundred percent like completely wanting to be there. Sometimes I was just there because of my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just that's not to style. say it's yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It was just it wasn't you know me like i appreciated like you know more i don't want to say introverted um just more like chill stuff yeah just yeah. a little bit more yeah. chill like i just wanted to like i still wanted to hang out with a bunch of guys but i wanted to like you know go play like five six games of basketball and then like yeah. go yeah on some in and out exactly. yeah that's yeah. that's what i like doing or like go to the beach snorkel like have a super active day with a bunch of friends and then like you know if you're in san diego go to phil's or something like that that's what i enjoy as well to yeah. be honest yeah. I, I like having both, like, some of both. Like, sometimes I want to, like, party and stuff, and then other days I just want, like, a chill day with the boys, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What's like, you... Go for it. I feel like partying too much, like, you know, wears you out, and it's, like... It's you, horrible. Yeah, and, like, you know, you do need, like, those chill days with, like, your friends to hang out and just, like, relax, you know? Yeah, yeah. Partying too much is bad. And then, it's, I don't know, I just feel like after going to that event for, like, four days and I came back, I'm, like... How do people do this like every day, you know? That was just like a four day thing. 
and then people people are like partying every day you know like how do you have the energy for that and how do you like not like think back and be like am i being productive yeah, yeah. but it's crazy because some people like while they're doing it they're productive you know what i'm saying yeah all the all the kids at ucsb man they're all always... the, dude, dude, I, know this, I know this one kid at ucsb bro this dude like this dude will drink while he does his homework and he's a and i kid i kid you not he's a dean's lister <laughs> yeah so i mean yeah some people can pull that, it off that's insane you know, and, I was, and i was talking there's this there's this one guy at our church his name is george and uh, he used to live at ucsb and he was telling me he was like he's like i know that i knew this one other egyptian kid that went to school with me he's like i don't know how he did it i don't know how he did it but you would see him at every party and he was still the first one in the class in the morning it's called adderall adderall yeah it's called. Oh, probably <laughs> i feel a lot of those scripts yeah, wow have you ever tried it no no honestly i i'm not diagnosed with adhd but i feel like i might have it you know, Mark, so, you, so I've always thought about it. Do you remember one time I was talking to you about like I was I was like a sophomore in high school and I texted Mark about Adderall. Yeah. And I was like telling him, I was like, dude, like, I think I need it. Like, I'm I'm backed up on all my classes. But then you told me something that like you were you were telling me you were like you were like, no, like, you know, Adderall, the people like at least the people that aren't diagnosed with ADHD that don't need it. Then like that's for like the week that use it. Like we have to put in work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like. You know, like, at least if, like, you don't need it and you're not diagnosed with ADHD, like, you were just telling me, like, you know, it's, like, you can do this on your own, like, as long as you put the work in and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, re I really liked when you said that to me because it motivated me yeah. to keep going. Yeah. I don't want to say it's for the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't maintain that. Mm -hmm. um, it's for people, you know, who are diagnosed with ADHD. Um but the thing is, you know, diagnosing ADHD is, is very subjective, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, I yeah. you know, like with blood pressure, we can objectively measure whether your blood pressure is high or low. But with ADHD, it's like kind of subjective, kind of objective. There are people who actually do need it. Uh -huh. um, but also, you know, if you're not someone who does have ADHD and maybe you just have like a problem every like now and then trying to focus, I think it's you know, try your best to, uh -huh. you know, try and, you know, focus without using anything. Because there's obviously side effects. Yeah, it's, yeah um, it is. So, you know, like even sometimes I feel like I had ADHD when I was in school. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like there was sometimes I was like, I, I like, just cannot focus. I feel like everyone's had that. Yeah, where they everyone's they, had yeah. that. That's why, yeah. that's why I double think and I'm like, I'm probably just like yeah, being lazy. Thing <laughs> is, like, one, everyone's had that. And two, like... You know, they give you so much material that you're going to have that. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. What's There's another one that's uh, similar to Adderall. I don't know what it's called. It's Methylphenidate? Ritalin? Yeah, Ritalin. Ritalin. My, <laughs> uh, I was at work, and I was just like, I can't concentrate. I was talking to my boss, and he was like, he, he like gave me the and he was like here try one of these yeah. and i was just like and i thought about it he was like search up the side effects if you feel he, he wasn't he didn't just put it there and be like it was like take one he was obviously telling me like like the precautions i should take sure and he was like search it up see if it it's right for you and if you want to try it there's one right there and i was like shouldn't i go see like a doctor first or something and he's like the doctor is just gonna be a waste of time all they're gonna do is like trial and error they're gonna give you like different medications and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't they'll give you another one to try 
Yeah. So, Unfortunately, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I ended up deciding not to take it. So, yeah. That's where I stand right now with that. It's okay, bro. Take one Red Bull. You'll be good. Take one. No, I, I can't be drinking more caffeine than the pre-workout. The no, pre-workout has think, yeah. 350 milligrams. I can't be taking more take, than that. that. That's the only in, like caffeine intake I take. Yeah, I can't. I if I take anything more than that, I'll, like, I'll mess up my heart. I even thought about going to the gym in the morning so I get my pre-workout before I go to work. But that would just be too early. I'd be waking up at like... 3 a.m. every day, Dude. which is great. Like, I, I don't want to do that. I'll go with you. I'm awake during those hours. <laughs> I, what time would I have to sleep to get in my eight hours? I'd have to sleep at like 7 p.m. Dude, that, I, that's I, tough. I hate energy drinks, bro, because I used to, um, like when I used to work, like when I was 17, I used to work at the hotel in camp. Yeah. Before I worked at the hotel in Oxnard, um, the one in camp, dude, I was doing like two monsters a night. That's bad. Yeah, like that's crazy. But then, and it's bro, it's like a lot of people are. It's like you know Kenny. Yeah. In high school, oh dude, he had like a crit, like a crazy <laughs> Red Bull addiction. No, and he's like he he would tell like now he tells me he's like dude like I don't touch Red Bull because he would drink so many of them a day. Uh, saying that when you said that, it reminded me. There's this kid in the group chat that sends videos of him chugging tre- Red Bulls all the time in the group chat, <laughs> like every day. It's crazy. Yeah. Caffeine is a drug. Yeah. It's addictive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a drug. It's addictive. At first, I told myself, like, I don't think, I don't ever feel like I'd rely on it for the gym, but now I actually rely on it. If I don't take it. Same. Yeah. You take take pre workout as well? Pre workout or an energy drink, Uh one that has like 200 milligrams or something like that. But I thought, like, you know, when I first started working out for the first year, like, I didn't touch a single pre-workout or yeah. something. And then one day, I tried it, and I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> I was so... That's the only caffeine I get is pre-workout. I don't get any other caffeine. Yeah, same here. I was so cautious at first. When I first started working out, I was so cautious with what I would, uh, like, consume. Like, caffeine and everything. You told me about creatine, and I was like, I'm never taking that. What is that? <laughs> David told me. He's like, like, I remember when you were doing that machine with the bicep curl. With the, yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, like, honestly, we're like, we gotta, like, we gotta start taking creatine. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna be so beneficial to us. And then David goes, I don't know, bro. I don't like that type of stuff. I'm all natural. I was like, you literally said I'm all natural. I actually don't take creatine at all. I haven't yeah. touched it once. Creatine is very beneficial. I feel like. Yeah, Very. it's the most well-studied and, like, you know, safe, you know, gym supplement. I just, I was, I'm kind of like you, or yeah. at least the older you yeah, are, no creatine for me. And then I'm also taking terkesterone, which is, terkesterone, terkesterone I don't, I, I don't even know what it is, man, ter- but it helps. Terkesterone, ter- the, like, just, like, the name of terkesterone sounds, like, so dangerous. It's so it's, similar to testosterone. Is it not? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, the yeah. name, the, yeah, the name, name, not the what name. it is. Yeah, I mean, remember, like I remember, I tried it, but it was like, I, I don't know, man. Like I just, I didn't, I didn't feel anything out of it, you, you know. Didn't feel like it was worth the money. because uh, it is yeah. expensive. It it's is expensive, expensive, but like the thing is, is like I just, it's a supplement, and I just, I, I didn't feel, I, I just didn't feel anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very mild effects, to be honest. But personally, uh-huh. I feel like I've, it's progressed me in weights a lot. Like I've. I feel you like I've do, started lifting yeah, much do, more weight than I used to. You lift uh, a crazy amount of weight, yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, how much do you do? Like, dude, just curling. What do you do? I do forty on curls. Forty is... for four sets of eight reps. It's crazy. Yeah. I I like forty isn't a lot, a lot, but I progressed a lot in such a short period of time because I used to be doing 
I remember not too long ago I was doing thirties and I was struggling with that. How much? How much was the? How much was it again? It was like sixty bucks. Oh yeah, it's sixty bucks a bottle. I think it has like sixty servings. Sixty servings. But I take like three each uh, each, each day. day. Yeah. Have so. you seen any like anything like uh, like any side effects? Like anything that's bad about There's it? No side effects. Yeah. I haven't felt anything. I haven't read anything that has said it has bad side effects. It's mm -hmm. all just good. Yeah. Which is kind of hard to believe because the side effects that it, or like the benefits that it says it has is so. Like, you want to talk insane. about the benefits for like the people that don't know? Yeah. Uh, here, let me pull up a list actually because I don't know them all off the top of my head, but the benefits are insane. Is like, bet it helps you sleep. I, I don't even. It all like I think I remember like reading it too one time, and it did. Doesn't it like help you with like your mood and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of benefits that it said it had but mark have you heard of a medicine called dhea dhea yeah what does it stand for um doesn't it doesn't stand for anything but it's like a supplement that you can just pick up at like um like like over the counter if you can look it up for me i can maybe <laughs> we're just gonna show mark all the medicine <laughs> <laughs> mark's our doctor now <laughs> i can't find the list of benefits man it's this I found it. I've never seen this. No, I've never seen this. No? What is it? No. It helps with mood, it says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dehydro... Epiendosterone. Yeah, dude. Some guy, <laughs> some guy. Some guy was telling me he's like, he's like, yeah, this thing is like great for the gym. Like, yeah. he's like, take like five of these pills. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Who told you this? Oh uh, well, it was Demir. Oh yeah, really? yeah. I, I thought I was good. I thought you were gonna say one of the guys at GNC. I was like, yeah, they're just trying to sell you something. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about the list of the benefits? Yeah, yeah. Let me talk about the list of the benefits. Uh may help you put on muscle mass, may enhance exercise performance, can assist in muscle exercise recovery. I don't even know what this is. Has aptogenic effects? What does that even mean? Oh, stress fighting in, in parentheses it says. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, that, I w this wasn't the website I looked at, but those were some, webs uh, some of the benefits. Yeah. Um, yeah, it helps with stress. There's a, the other website said it helps with sleep, helps put on muscle mass. Keyword sleep. though, keyword with a lot of those. May. So, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, so on all the supplements that are not drugs, right? Uh -huh. uh, I think the FDA, um, they have, I only know this because of pharmacy school, uh -huh. but they have a thing that says, like, if you're making a supplement, it cannot say helps with. Like with drugs, like let's say we have like a blood pressure med, it can say it, the drug can say lowers blood pressure, not may lower. But yeah. but like anything that's marketed as a supplement, like over the counter, all it can say is may. Mm -hmm. Like cranberry juice, they yeah. say may help with UTI. You yeah, know? So. Mm -hmm. that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't pay very key to understand that. Yeah, I don't really pay much attention to the wording, but right now when I was le reading them in a list yeah. out loud i really yeah. noticed that the may, may. <laughs> yeah, exactly because they can't they can't you know say definitively that this you know helps yeah there's there's this uh there's this uh what's it called 
hold up. I'm trying to think. Sorry. What are they? What? What is like testosterone? What's that like field of uh, supplements? Not really supplements. Fucking enhancers. Like what are they called? Growth hormone. No. HGH. No. Testosterone. <laughs> Anabolic. <laughs> Anabolic. Steroids. No, I can't think of the word. Okay, there is something that was similar to testosterone, and I went on the arms. Yes, SARMs. Yes, there. Yeah, See? bro, the SARMies. Yes, SARM goblins. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was looking into buying... I don't even know why I was looking... I, I wasn't looking into buying them, but I wanted to see what the process was to buy one. And uh, the description was like, not made for humans, only for <laughs> testing. And I sent you a screenshot. I remember that. I don't know. I just found that, I just found that really funny. That I said, not made for humans, and people are taking this to fucking... Grow some muscle at the gym, dude. People, you know, go uh, to great lengths. I just don't crazy. understand like how committed like you are, bro, to just like just straight up want to like like actually like put your body in like harm's way when like taking all of the, like taking all this gear. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like the I only just... time I think it's necessary is if somebody's competing and they have a big following and they just they're just doing it like because it's their living, you know. But doesn't it like? Uh, like uh, lessen like your uh, your lifespan. You yeah, know? it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if you take it with the right way, I don't even know. If you take it with the right precautions, the right steps, I feel like it doesn't lower as much as people like make it out to be. Sure. So, yeah, if you're taking the right steps, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like you need to go like really, like really experienced doctors that are good with that not just any doctor because sure. i don't think i don't think a primary your primary care physician is gonna <laughs> understand how much testosterone you should be taking for your next show like <laughs> didn't go over that in you know medical class 101 and <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah what what's the is there any like crazy stories you've seen like working in the pharmacy field like it, is there any stories that like stood out to you that like changed your view on something or just stuck with you? Uh, I've seen uh, there. I've had some funny stories, <laughs> but have completely changed my view. Yeah, like any stories that uh, really yeah, stuck with I you. Mean, yeah, there's you know, um, you know, there was one CVS. You know, I used to you know intern for. And a lot of the patients, for some reason, didn't, you know, believe in vaccines. I, just, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't understand that. And and the thing is, here here's the thing about vaccines. And, you know, this is to all of America right now. <laughs> <laughs> if, you know, if you were to go to a third world country, right? Like, or, you know, let's say second world, like Brazil or Africa. Yeah. And there are certain travel vaccines that are recommended mm -hmm. to take. If you don't take them, you're going to go there and come back chopped up. Especially certain places, like if you go to the Amazons or the certain jungles of like Brazil or certain places in Africa. And the problem is the reason why people don't think you need it here, obviously until covid now hopefully everyone sees that mm -hmm. like yeah we do need them but the reason why people don't think people don't people think they don't need it here is because of a concept called her herd immunity 
mm-hmm. so many people have gotten vaccinated yeah that even if you're unvaccinated because everyone else is vaccinated and not transmitting it you're also not going to get it yeah you get the so benefits. you're not going to necessarily see the need mm-hmm. until you go to a place where there's no vaccines mm-hmm. oh yeah Wow. Like Africa or Brazil. Uh-huh. That's yeah. why you need to take travel vaccines. Otherwise, you're going to uh-huh. come back chopped up. Yeah. Uh, you might not even come back. <laughs> Dave, have, so, you, have you gotten your booster? Uh, no, I have not. Have you? you? No, we got to speak about it. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts about uh, requiring the vaccine? Like requiring the vaccine to go to school, to work, to stay in the, in the army? I, I don't know. You know, if it was up to me... Uh-huh. It, it's a tough situation because we're talking about free will here. Yeah, I know but it's a very at, controversial topic. But at the same time, you not getting it affects someone else. Yeah. And so it's almost like, you know, they call this topic in economics a negative externality, which is basically like, let's say I'm smoking, right? It's like, can I infringe? On, should I be able to infringe on your freedom to smoke? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, I'm free, but... You know, at the same time, you're affecting my health. Yeah. That's why, you know, if you go to airports or certain plate public spaces, they're like, no smoking. Mm-hmm. Because they, you know, it's understood that, yeah, you have the free will to do whatever you want, but it shouldn't affect my health. It's interfering with other people. Yeah. You know, yeah. there are obviously certain cases where people are allergic to, you know, to certain things in the vaccine. So in those situations, I don't think people should be forced. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain, there's ingredients for everything out there. Uh-huh. If you look at the ingredients and you have a well-documented allergic reaction to one of those ingredients in the vaccine, fine. Like, I don't have any problem you not taking the vaccine. Like, I actually wouldn't want you taking it, yeah. you know, because you're going to suffer. Yeah. But if you don't have any allergic reactions, like, you, sh- I, I think you should, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's sort of my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see both sides, to be honest. One thing that, like, you know, like, really got me about, like, the vaccine and stuff was, um, I know this, like, my, uh, uh, my, my mom was telling me something about, like, our family friends, and, uh, they weren't vaccinated because they, like, didn't believe in, like, the vaccination and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then, um, her friend passed away from like some kind of disease that wasn't COVID, but it's because she got COVID and then like, uh, yeah, 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 and she wasn't vaccinated and then her immune system was like terrible and then she ended up passing away. And then after that happened, unfortunately, like, you know, then they all like, they found out it was like too late. Like we all got to get vaccinated, but then they all got vaccinated. Yeah. I, I've heard some stories of COVID causing some like, deaths ver- stuff, yeah. yeah, deaths, but also like very long-term health issues yeah. for people. I mean, yeah, it's it's well documented. Yeah, yeah, I think people gotta stop. Uh, I I get like fighting for not having it required, but if you are in a place where getting the vaccine is such a simple thing that won't really affect you, just go get yeah, it. You know, it, yeah. it, it's as simple as that. You know, yeah. Like I said, you got people in third world countries begging for these things. True. Uh-huh. And the problem is when you have an abundance of it, you yeah. know, you take it for granted. Yeah. yeah it's crazy how they were giving they were giving people like a hundred bucks to go get it right or something like that Dude, there was yeah. this, there was this lady <laughs> on twitter that was like send me a screenshot of your vaccination and i'll send you my nudes i was like bro what oh i saw that tweet that i yeah. saw that tweet 
That's hilarious, man. Wow. See, the, the the benefits of getting the vaccine aren't only your health. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, let me check how long we've been going for. 43 minutes. Um, is there anything you guys want to add? Talk about working out a little bit. Working out? That's kind of what brought us all together. That is yeah, what brought us dude. all together. Oh, we should talk about that. So, I act, dude, like, uh, you know, I'm at Mark when I was, like, uh, I'm at Mark when I was in middle school. Um, and I think that was like you were right about to go into pharmacy school. It was right? literally the day before. That's so sick. I was proctoring at the spiritual competition. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? He was the proctor, and like me and Aheb, we like went up to Mark and we were like, "Yo, Mark, what's the answer number 12? He's like, "Sit, like sit back down." That's so funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I wish a proctor did that to me in the SAT, bro. <laughs> No, but um, I remember I was uh, like me and Mark exchanged socials and then uh, like on his Instagram during quarantine, I was just seeing like his like crazy transformation and, you know, you, like he was just getting like absolutely ripped, you know. So then uh, I would like I would text him every now and then. And then one day I told him, I was like, you know, Mark, like I'm like really serious about like starting to work out like i really want to take this like seriously like can we have a workout together and he's like yeah like come out to carpentrio we'll go out to this one park and we'll do some calisthenics and then that's exactly what we did and then he sent me our workout routine that we followed for like four months yeah and uh yeah most of those workouts i still do oh yeah oh yeah i still do them too same and yeah i mean you know he went from you know the we were using a band for the pull-ups Oh my god! And the band yeah. wasn't even enough. I had to assist him with the band. Yeah. With <laughs> so the band. you know he he went he went from you know only being able to do two with me assisting him and pushing him, <laughs> you know the hot sun of Santa Barbara, Dude. to like being able to do like double the amount I can do. Yeah, that so was that, that was, was great. Like ima- like just imagine me. Uh, what's it called? Uh, like with a band. Like I already have a band on. And I still, I still can't do it. And Mark is like trying to like to push me up. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was crazy to me. And it's like, it was really fun. Like you know, going from that to like being able to like you know actually like do a, a lot of chin ups and a lot of pull ups, and all that. Because it's like you get to see like the progress. And it's like even if you don't even even if you don't see it in your body, it's like you see it through the weights that you're doing or like yeah. you know through the yeah. do like up next though muscle up. Muscle there you go. Up. up next there is the muscle go. up. I'm far from there. Oh, you got it, baby. Come on. I'm, I'm far, bro. That's at least like half a year. Come on. <laughs> Damn, but your body fat percentage has been getting low because I noticed like you've been starting to get like veins in your bicep and stuff. Yeah, my veins have been popping out like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, even though the, I lose fat everywhere. Like my legs used to have a lot of fat. Now it's like mainly muscle. Like there's mm-hmm. no more fat here. There's no fat anywhere on my body, but I still have the love handles. The love handles. I hate yeah. it. I mean, everyone's got to have a little love in them, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's the number one ingredient. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop complaining about them from now on. I got them. I like them. <laughs> you know, I, saw, I, saw, I do got to show them some love. <laughs> I saw a TikTok about that one time, uh, and, like, this dude was saying, he was like, he was like, yeah, like, I used to have these love handles, and he was like, trust me, just keep working out. That's all you can do. And then he goes, eventually, they'll go away. Trust me, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So. But it's not a marker of how strong you are. Yeah, exactly. yeah, So that's why I don't really care about it. I just care about what I can do and how I can move. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna have a six pack with the love handles still there. <laughs> That's probably gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming in. I see the outline, and the love handles are not. They don't look like they're going away anytime soon. <laughs> dude, we gotta do. We gotta start doing a little bit of cardio. Oh yeah, dude. My heart. <laughs> well, health we is... just switched up right away. Right no, there. dude. I, cause it's bad. It's bad. I'm disappointed yeah. in myself because yeah. I do no cardio. And if I tried to run a mile. Yeah. Now, I, can't, I probably can't even run a mile. <laughs> That's coming from across country. My mile, yeah, my mile time in high school was horrible. I was like one of the last people. Even yeah. though I was in, like, I looked like I was in good health, but my heart is Yeah, it's yeah, bad. It's, it's deceptive. There's some bigger guys, too, that I've seen who their heart health's amazing, and they can go for miles and miles. It's crazy. So it's, so it's not, you know, the way you look is not a direct correlation. Yeah, 100%. Mi corazón. <laughs> nice man fluent spanish speaker i took three years of spanish in high school i hated my spanish teachers they all suck dude i had this spanish teacher that couldn't pronounce my name so she called me gabriel yeah <laughs> can we all agree that spanish teachers are the most like the biggest assholes I, in my opinion in my experience spanish teachers are the biggest assholes i've never had a spanish Dude, dude, okay, my senior year of high, or uh, my uh, junior year of high school, I was taking Spanish 3, and I had this one Spanish teacher, and she was, like, on the verge of retirement, like, she was so old, like, you know, I remember my dad, like, uh, this was, like, they had, like, these conference nights and stuff like that, and my dad was like, I need to go, and I was like, okay, fine, like, I'll go with you, whatever, so me and him go, and this lady was, like, really old, and she was on, like, the verge of, like, uh, like, uh, retirement, mm-hmm. okay, and dude, I remember I I like had a C minus in the class, and then the lady tells I don't I think she got me mixed up with like another student, but then she goes, Fanny's doing great in this class. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like I think I, I like I managed to get her like off topic mm-hmm. off of me, and then like for like thirty minutes the whole conference we were talking about Egypt. <laughs> I think I said. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Mexicans love Egypt. Not gonna lie. Really? Yeah, every time I tell them I'm from Egypt, they're like, "Oh my god!" It's like they, they're really fascinated by it. But um, they have pyramids out in the Aztecs. That's true. You know? We gotta visit those pyramids. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> um, even visited the normal pyramids yet. <laughs> I think Egypt started to get too expensive for me. I might just have to take a road trip down there, bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, I was gonna. There was this time I was using my phone in my Spanish class, and she came up to me, and she just took my phone from me, like, just out of my hand. I was one of those kids in high school where I would just stay on my phone 24-7 just because I found the class so boring. Like, they would talk about, like, I don't mean to sound cocky, but they would just talk about something that, like, I already knew what they were, like, I already understood it. So I felt like I was wasting my time by paying attention to them, so I would just sit on my phone. So she took away my phone, and she was pissed. And at the end of the class, I go up to her, and I'm like, and she wouldn't want to give me my phone back. I was like, can I have my phone back? She's like, she wouldn't give it back to me. She was like, your mom needs to come get it from the principal's office. And I was like, well, can you give it to me so I can call my mom so I can see where she's at because my mom's picking me up. And I take the phone and I just run. It. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing, bro. That's the sneaky. best thing in the world. Peace out. I was gone, bro. Next day, uh... I get called to the principal's office, and that, this was in high school too, which is funny because I, I I can see myself acting like this in middle school, but not in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I was called to the principal's office, and then I, I just had to switch teachers. And then the next teacher fucking loved me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was all just a switch. I, I was always on my phone during that class, and she wouldn't yeah. tell me shit. But I would 
she would always tell other people about them fo- the f- their fine. phones. So like it means you. you probably were doing good on the tests. Yeah. There you go. Mm. That's all that matters. Yeah, even though I hated Spanish class, to be Dude, honest. I had, like, a scenario like that with my cross-country coach in high school. Dude, like, I remember one time, me and John, like, we went out to, I don't, I don't even know where we went, but someone was driving us, and then they drove us back to school, and then John was like, I gotta go change the practice. I come out of the car, like, super slow, and then the coach is, like, standing up at the field. I'm not I'm not even dressed in, like, any, like, like shorts or anything. I go up there with, like, my jeans and my uniform. And uh, I go, I'm like, hi, coach. She's like, why aren't you changed? I forgot my clothes at home. She's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I thought I'd just like, you know, come help you out with practice. <laughs> and then and then John, John comes over and she's like, John, get your warm-up laps in. And then, <laughs> and then me, the coach, she's like, so how was school today? <laughs> That's how it be, to be honest. Yeah, sometimes we'll just favorite. So Yeah, this is. My last resort, if I don't do good in computer science, I'm going to be a computer science teacher and I'm just going to fuck around. That's my last resort. I feel like that'll be so fun. You know, I had a computer science teacher like that in high school where he was like, dude, he was loony. I don't know what he was on in class, (laughs) but like he just like we would literally like everybody had an A in the class and we didn't do anything. (laughs) No, literally. He told me. We we didn't do anything. I kind of got you into computer science, right? You and then also John and Brandon as well. Yeah, John and Brandon, they were like, uh, they've been into that. Yeah. Yeah, because like since they were like, like John, he built, like John and Brandon, they both built their own PCs and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Um, But anyway, no, I I go to that class and um, there, dude, there was like this one time where Caleb was like giving me like a hug in class, uh-huh. but it was like a really long hug. And then the the teacher like gets up and he goes, uh, "Can we please cut the homoerotic shit out?" And then he like, and then like everybody looks at him for a second, and then he like puts his like Beats headphones back in and like goes back to like whatever he was doing. No, and he, sometimes we'd walk in the class and he was just playing house music. I think the school system is very fucked, but the private school system is even more messed up. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of, like, if you ask a lot of people in, like, private school, like, they, like, they'll be like, oh, like, I hated it, bro. I loved it. I mean, like, it was like, because, dude, like. What I'm saying is, uh, never mind. That comp yeah. site, that, I mean, that comp site teacher was just so, he was so funny. And it was like, we still got, you know, we still did get some work done, like, you know. There was a period of time where we were all doing Python for a minute. Then we switched over to Java. But, um, yeah, uh, no one took the AP test in that class. I took the AP test, but I failed. I failed all my AP tests. I, I'm kind of a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took AP computer took science and AP chemistry. Even though I really like both of the subjects, I really just suck at tests. I feel like that's my conclusion. Mm-hmm. I, I hate tests. Like, what I do is I'll do all the assignments get full credit on all the assignments. And when it comes to tests, I'll be like, all right, so all I need to do is get a 40 out of 100 on this test, and I'll still hold my A. That's how I, like, that's a, that's my mindset that's towards. That's how everyone is. Yeah. No, he's the opposite. <laughs> really? what do I, what do I don't do? you, like, well, don't you go hard on tests and oh, exa- oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I'm essays? The, I'm the complete, I'm the complete yeah. opposite. Yeah, I won't do homework and I'll, uh, I'll dude, oh, my God. My my economics test that I had last year in December, dude, that was insane for me because I had like a seventy nine percent, and in order for me to get like a like a B in the class, which I, I really needed at least at least a B in the class, um, I had to get on the final at eighty five percent, question by question. All right, I took it question by question, all like hundred and thirty, 
I was like, like tunnel vision, focusing on each one. And then I was calculating it like through the process. I was like, I was like, okay, am I unsure about this one? Count it as wrong so that I can like, so that I'm able <laughs> yeah. to like, you know, at the end know exactly what I got. And dude, I aced that test and, you know, I managed to get a B in it. But yeah, essays, tests, finals, midterms, those are the stuff that usually save my grade. That's, that's way too stressful for me. I feel like I'd rather relax during those times because yeah. those those assignments are already very stressful. Yeah. So I feel like having to get a grade like an eighty five on a on a like a final would just put so much more stress. Do you on remember me. the night when you came to my house because I promised you that I would help you with your yeah, but with your essay, you you remember that that night too. I also had my essay. Yeah. Yeah. I did two essays. I did two essays that night. And did you get a good grade on yours? Yeah, I did. Dude, I think I got like an 80, dude, I, which was really good. Which was really good? Yeah. It was yeah. Really good. I got like a 96% on my uh, final uh, essay for English last, last in December. Okay, hold up. Let me explain why 80 was so good. In order, I think it was like 85. I in, or, in order to get a 90, you had to have at least seven pages. And we only did five pages, mm. which was that, like, there is no way to get a 90. So getting an 85 is, like, five points away from, like, 100, basically. Dude, you know, you know, when I was, uh, when I was putting in, like, quotes into it, like, there, like, I found, like, this really good quote in there. I still remember this, but I couldn't find the page number for, like, 20 minutes. And I was like, I was like, whatever, I'm putting whatever page number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, they don't even check that shit, man. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it ended up working out. I'm glad it. I'm glad that you got a good... If you got a bad grade on it, I would have felt so bad. Nah, so. it was good. Yeah. That was nuts. Mark, do you have any stories of, like, uh, like when you were in high school or college and it was, like, you were just, like, placed in, like, a really tight uh, frame where, like, you had to, like, really submit something or you were under a lot of stress? <laughs> Way too many Way times. too many. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, that <laughs> happened a lot, huh? Sure, yeah. You know, sometimes it's really stressful especially when I was taking OCHEM in my second year wow. of community college man the, the stakes were high the stress was high it was, the exams were tough assignments were tough and the assignments didn't weren't worth much so you had you had no option yeah. you had to do good on the tests yeah. um so it, you had to put on you had to put in a lot of work. Yeah, I hate when professors do that. When they weigh the exams so heavy, it just sucks. Yeah, because in the real world, when you're working, you know, if you don't know the answer to something, you can look it up. Exactly. Yeah, I was talking about that with my boss, and he was like, I, he was asking me if I memorized something. He he was telling me like, I don't know. It was it was something about having memorized something, and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't remember. And he's like, Never apologize for something that you can easily search up. Yeah. He's like, right like, at your fingertips. Yeah. yeah. Or never apologize for not remembering something that you can easily search up, is what he yeah. said. I love exactly. that. Yeah. And it, that that just went against everything the school system yeah. saw, taught me. Exactly. <laughs> like The rule of thumb should be like, you should know at least 75 to 80% based off memory. Like, so obviously your interactions with people are quick. You don't mm -hmm. want to like constantly look up every single thing you're asked. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point of you being there? Yeah. But there's a, that 25 to 30, you know, or 40% area where like, all right, you sh you know, there's a little legal room for you to be able to look up what you need to look up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, by the way, Donna Betty, if you're watching this, I hate you. <laughs> you thought you were gonna get away from that name, huh? The nightmare I didn't, I didn't even do the work in that class. Donna Betty. 
didn't put in a single, the only professor to not put in a single assignment until, until a week after the final. I was, I was clueless of my grade in the class for four months. I, I was helping Fady like take this class and, um, Fady just didn't know whether I was doing a good job at it or not. Amy did a great job, though. I got a 91 in the class. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, it was calculus, too, which is... Uh, it was... It was uh, uh, no, not calculus. Trig. Uh, my bad. Uh, yeah. Ge- Same tr- thing. Geometry trig. Same thing, yeah. yeah. It was a class right before uh, Calc. Dude, that's... I don't know why I thought Calc. I've taken... I've taken... Uh, I have to take five math classes to clear, like, all my prerequisites for uh, accounting economics. Five math classes. So far, I've taken four, and or like I'm on the like I'm doing the fourth one right now. Yeah, A's on all of them. That's good. Yeah, dude, I did not expect that. So. Yeah, you hate math, huh? Oh, extremely. Yeah, I, I hate writing. I can't. I can't do essays. See, I am, a, I'm the complete opposite. I can, you know, I can do essays. I can do discussions. I can do all of that, you know. But when it comes it. to math, no, I can't. can't I, 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 I was like, <laughs> <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> Come on, now. I, I was the I was a kid that when every time they'd give a presentation in the fr- in front of class, like they would just laugh with their friends. Like I, I was that I was that group with my friends, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. the kids that would always go in front and just start laughing at each other. Like that was me, just because I I sucked at giving presentations. Yeah. Uh, I used to be like in. Uh... In middle school, I used to be like really good at giving presentations, and then in high school, I just sucked. Thankfully, yeah. I don't have to give any presentation in community college. Yeah. So. I actually have to do an assignment where I have to give. A, I have to turn on my camera, share my screen, have my camera, or like my face on the top right, and give a presentation for hey, ten this minutes. Is practice. Yeah, this is practice. I feel like the podcast has really exactly. helped me. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, I love the podcast. It, it, it's so fun i don't know i just yeah, love you it you can just talk about whatever right? yeah it, everyone tells me like is there a subject for your podcast like what do you do your podcast about and i'm just like it's random every week it's something different <laughs> that's what i like about it to be exactly. honest because some people have like sports podcasts and like no and you're doing like good that. too you're consistent with it yeah exactly yeah. when we were talking with the guy oh, when i was talking with the guy at best buy when we were getting these mics uh i was talking to him about the podcast and he was like, yeah, I listen to a few podcasts myself, like history podcasts. I'm like, oh, interesting. I didn't even like, know that was a he's thing. Like, what do you guys talk about? We're like, every, we're yeah. like everything. Everything, <laughs> yeah. We might have a history podcast soon. We might have to bring him on. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to bring him on, man. Best Buy employee? When, David, when David's like, can't find anything. He's going to go on the balcony outside. He's going to be like, hey, anybody want to be in a podcast? <laughs> I know you got a story. No, realistically, I feel like there's going to come a point where... Um, where I don't, I just don't know who to bring on, because I, I I don't know if I'm, because I don't know a lot of people. Yeah, but then again, you can always bring on like the same people again. You feel me? That's true. That's true. That's not like. I but Joe Rogan honestly, that. another reason I really like this podcast is I get to meet new people. So true. that's another yeah, thing. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. Filming those podcasts in uh, with the Medicard card holders, that yeah. was so fun. You really like that? Yeah, that was, that was fun. Plan another trip. Have them come out here. I I do. I do have to plan another trip. Uh, did you guys want to go on like a cruise? Yeah, going on a cruise with them that would be fun. Yeah. All right, uh, I think we're gonna end it here. Alrighty. I appreciate you, Mark, a lot. I appreciate Mark, you're the man. You having me. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Is there any final words you want to say? It was great being on the podcast. <laughs> I love the company. 
soon. <laughs> to the moon, baby. To Let's go. Moon, <laughs> Appreciate you, Mike. Absolutely, bro. Are you guys hungry? I just had food. Yeah. I just had uh, food. Oh, my What'd God. You eat? I had the habit. Ooh. A nice char burger? Yeah. The, the impossible. Oh, wow. Dude, 